Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Great mojo comes great responsibility. Mojo Five O. And crown thy good with brotherhood from sea to shining sea. America Radio. Radio. News, opinion, and a little irreverence from both sides of the 49th parallel. This is American Uck Radio with Mike Phillip. Welcome back to American Uck Radio on Mojo 5 WBM 324 and uh, pretty soon Holy Ghost Radio and a sub-basement of the Stu Peters Network. I'm Mike Phillips. Professional broadcaster going back uh, decades now. Seen a lot of changes in broadcasting. Most not great. Uh, not not even, it doesn't even matter what side of the aisle you're on. I've seen a lot of garbage. <laughs> and I decided to get out of the rat race. I did. Uh, just started doing things for the kingdom of God. Today, we are going to be having Richard Burley to talk about... Uh, the uh, ERC benefits that Trump signed into law being paid out by the U.S. Treasury to business owners in the United States. I still had a lot of questions about it myself, and I wanted to uh, uh, get into it a little bit deeper with Richard in the second hour. We've got Greg Meekin joining us. We're going to get into how uh, Popular Mechanics... G- Greg, do you remember the magazine Popular Mechanics? Of course, of course. That was a must-read. Yeah, yeah, and you were into it for its uh, articles on uh, new technology and engineering, correct? Absolutely, the coolest stuff in the world, technology-wise, was in yeah. popular mechanics. Yeah, now they're uh, now they're publishing articles on uh, people having visions of hell. Bet you didn't expect me to say that, did you? No. Have they gone that direction, I'm not, Mike? Seriously? I'm not joking. Seriously? I'm not joking. Oh, seriously? Yep. <laughs> what what it has to do with the mechanics, I have no idea. Uh, but are they, uh, but are they going to do drag drag clean shows too? Or well, what? you're you're going to be very surprised at what kind of music <laughs> they listen to in hell. And uh, we actually have a little. Uh, it's not what you would think. It, it's not what anybody's going to think about uh, what you'd think were. 
the tunes that they would choose in hell. I personally thought it would be Slayer or something like that. Uh, actually, it, it's very happy. Maybe. Brought to you by... Maybe air, uh, air Supplier. Air, close. Air supply or yeah. I'm all out of love. Yeah, they. <laughs> KTEL International presents the sounds of hell. Uh, we're going to talk about that because I think it's funny, and and it actually, it lends into a broader discussion. Uh, over the years, I've seen books written and uh, speaking, uh, uh, you know, in engagements and seminars. Where, where you'll get these people that uh, they claim that they were uh, taken by by God and shown hell. And I've heard a million different things with that. Some of it really ridiculous, to be quite honest with you. Uh, there's this one book I was reading when I was a kid, and this guy's like, yeah, so I uh, died and I went to hell and uh, saw my neighbor, and his face was melting off. And I said, buddy, what are you doing here? And he said, I don't know. I went to every church bake sale, and... And his face was melting, and it was horrible. And it's like, what are you doing? What are you doing, and who falls for this? But anyway, I just figured we'd talk about that today because uh, there's a lot of that that garbage out there. Let's put it that way. Anyway. It used uh, to be National Enquirer. Mike, it used to be National Enquirer craziness. But that's just mainstream now. Yeah. Craziness. I know. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Bat Boy goes to hell. Uh and, 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 and if anything, it actually kind of cheapens uh, the seriousness and gravity of of that whole situation, I would think. You know what I mean? Um, but that's just me. Anyway, you've got your new uh, voting website. Look at that. I just knocked my uh, microphone around. You've got your new website going on for your vote in the uh, referendum oh, yeah. on Alberta, and, uh, Alberta becoming a state. That's something that I've talked about for a long time. Uh, we're going to talk about that a little bit in the first hour today. Uh, Popular Mechanics gives you a vision of hell, Alberta becoming a state, and Trump's <laughs> gift to the American business owner. We're going to be talking about all of that. And I think I'm going to have to change up my thumbnail for today because... Uh, I went and grabbed an old one because I didn't communicate with Peyton this morning. That's my fault. And at the bottom, it says MAGA, a subsidiary of j and J. I'm going to have to change that up uh, after the show, I think, because I didn't see that part. <laughs> Anyhow, <laughs> this, these things happen, all right? Now, because Greg is somebody that uh, demands attention and recognition with everything that he does, uh, we've got to play his intro because I said I would. So here you go, Greg. You, the squeaky wheel gets the intro. <laughs> Author Greg Meekin nails it. The border catastrophe, gas prices, and runaway inflation, the education mess. Greg sorts it all up and offers Greg's List Solutions. Now presenting Dueling Citizens with Greg Meekin. I say we start off with popular mechanics takes you to hell. Uh, let's let's look at this article here. So I gra- this came up in my feed this morning, and I yeah, popular mechanics. I'm not joking. This is the headline, Greg. A guy uh, says he had a heart attack and went to hell in 2016. Here's what he saw. So here we go. Guy's a priest. First of all, uh, he saw men walking like dogs and heard demons singing. Rihanna songs. That's right. They're into Rihanna in hell. That's uh, top 40. 
While many of the most publicized <laughs> near-death experiences are more positive than this journey to hell, negative NDEs or near-death experiences also occur. 2016, a Michigan-based priest named Gerald Johnson suffered a heart attack. Says he has a near-death experience that sent him somewhere he never, ever thought he'd visit. Hell, recently Johnson took to TikTok, because that's what you would do, right? To share the details of the traumatic experience, far from the kind of warm, bright light epiphany you might expect to hear from somebody who temporarily ventures into the great beyond. I'm reading verbatim. This is Popular Mechanics, Greg. I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy, Johnson recounts in the viral video. Nobody deserves that. Johnson says immediately after his heart attack, his spirit left his body and he went straight to hell. Entering through the very center of the earth, though he says the things I saw were indescribable, he does a pretty good job of describing it. Johnson claims he saw a man walking on all fours like a dog and being burned from head to toe. Johnson also heard music in hell, including Rihanna's Umbrella and Bobby McFerrin's Don't Worry, Be Happy. I'm not joking. Hey, you know what? We need to... Uh, Let's get the sounds of hell going here, huh? Shall we? Uh, uh, this is in the magazine, Mike? This is in popularmechanics.com. I mean, this got past an editor? This Mike got past... <laughs> yeah, you're hearing it right now. This is what it sounds like if you go to hell. Uh, uh, ah! <laughs> Johnson says his hellacious NDE made him realize he needed to forgive people who had wronged him instead of hoping for their punishment. Maybe Johnson's story sounds far-fetched to you. The scientists say, oh, finally we're going to set it straight here, Greg. While many of the most publicized NDEs have a positive spin, negative ones do occur, and it has to do with uh, the chemicals in your brain. And your brain slowly shutting down like a city block, losing power in a grid failure. And that's what Popular Mechanics is doing these days, Greg. You can't make this stuff up. Like, that sounds like an old Saturday Night Live skit. (laughs) They're listening to Bobby (laughs) McFerrin in in hell. (laughs) Oh, it's, that is just unbelievable. You talk, seriously, though, you talk about a brand switch. Yes. A total brand switch. You know, come on, man. That is unbelievable. Thank you for walking me through that. That I didn't know how crazy stuff was out there. That yeah, that really is crazy. These are the things man. that people need to know about. Uh, so you started oh. up your, uh, your voting website for a... Uh, a referendum on Alberta joining the United States. I went and voted on it. I really did. Uh, I'm not. Uh, I, I'm kind of separate from the government. I uh, back sure. in 2014, I let them know that uh, there is no me and you anymore. We don't have nothing to do with any, each other. But right. that being said, I, I would like to see my countrymen get a better deal. A lot of people are saying uh, things like, "Well, if we join the U.S., we'll be nuked by Russia." That's possible. But that's not a reason not to do it. Just saying. I mean, if that happens, right. we're all in big trouble anyway. So um, I am a big fan, Greg, of the idea of separation. Separation of people. Uh, the world calls for unity, right? We all need to come together. 
Come on, people now. Smile on your brother. Everybody get together. Learn to love one another right now. And uh, I'd like to teach the world to sing and buy the Coke and oh, so yeah. forth. And oh, this yeah. whole globalism thing and the ecumenicalism uh, movement, um, that's that's straight from the pit of hell, like Bobby McFerrin music. Right. right? See, Jesus right. said, I come right. to bring division... Right, uh, a man will be against those of his house, and and so when everybody tries to unite everything, that is very much that that uh, Tower of Babel system that Nimrod tried, and they're trying it again. So I I like the idea of a republic, and that's that's another thing I like about the United States is is the the division that Rhea just said. I thought you changed for a little. I did, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I like the division between powers. I like the division between counties. I like the division between states. And we, as we've talked about on the show before, I, I would like to see more of that division happen. You've got the movement of the state of Jefferson in California. You've got uh, Oregon, uh, a, a large chunk of it, uh, voting on whether to break off from Oregon and join Idaho. Uh, you've got the uh, state split movements happening in Illinois. And I say, good, divide yourselves up like Abraham had to leave his mom and dad, right? Division, that's where it's at. Greg. Well, the people that are asking for inclusiveness are the most divisive people in the world. They're dividing us by race. They're dividing us by culture. They're dividing us by, by gender, et cetera. I agree 100%, Mike. But they all want you that to this, sing their this, tune. No, that this, but, but that this is an era where we just, we need to take sides because the sides are so different. And I I, I, I chatted with a dear friend of mine uh, last week, a uh, sheriff gentleman he might know, and I, I said, you know, throughout my life, I was raised in Canada. I was a, and, and again, uh, label or not, I was a pragmatic person in business. I like to find common ground, blah, blah, blah. And uh, that's the way I normally live life. And I think that, I really think that 80% of people are like that, Mike. However, however, whatever's happened in the last three to five years with this divisiveness, uh, I am right now at a point where I'm saying, no, actually, it's not a time for pragmatism. Pragmatism. It's not a time to reach across the aisle. That hasn't worked. Sorry, it just hasn't worked. It's not a time uh, to, to cooperate in terms of ideas and get common ideas moving forward. No, I believe this is a time to stand your ground on your beliefs for what they are. And I believe the majority of us are, as I call, 1950s handshake people. We, we really are uh, uh, indeed pragmatic people, uh, practical, hardworking, blah, blah. And uh, I think it is a time to actually take sides and go proverbially punch each other in the nose and go win yourself elections. Because you need to win elections now in order to make change. So I just don't think it's funny, but I don't think for this era it's a time for cooperation. It isn't a time, I think, and this is a you know, perfect example is Alberta 51. You know, we've talked about this business. Much. We've talked about it. Business unites people. Commerce unites people because in business interactions, you have a commonality in that you both want to prosper. And so race, right. gender, all that stuff, it, it, it goes to the side when you're doing something that's going to benefit yourself and your family and your people. 
Um, and and I mean, look at look at the uh, destruction of the Nord Stream Two pipeline. That uh, 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 you know, Russia supplying gas to to Europe. Uh, it is my opinion that the uh, the U.S. Uh, ordered the destruction of that. The Biden administration, right? But see that commonality, that common interest between the two. Uh, they couldn't have that, right? Because it was business uniting people, not a common uh, sexual deviancy. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. Uh, I'll tell you what, you're, you're bringing up the biggest issue, really, of, of our millennial. And that's how do, how do we move forward with the divisions and, and you know, uh, the challenge we all face. And, uh they say, I just come down to black and white, Mike. I come down to black and white. That's why I really, really have been instigating this, uh, just this pure, pure vote on the Alberta side, uh, is what side are you on right now? Uh, are, are you surrounded by people that are like mind and want to move forward with you on your mission? Uh, if it has to be a group, if it has to be, a, uh, again, if it has to be a province with the name of Alberta. Uh, whatever it is to move forward with with an independent mind, uh, I guess that really the founding. I know the U.S. and and to a lesser extent Canada was based on uh, rugged individualism, uh, standing your ground, stating your principles, uh, embracing your culture, and moving forward like that. Uh, so we were, like you mentioned earlier in the show, the, the kind of individual fragmented groups out there, they're looking for independence or whatever, and it can be from a city. I mean, there are people angry at their own urban cities now because of the violence and everything else, Mike. So uh, I think it indeed is a time for us to just just kind of gear up and, and, and fight the good fight, the, good, the fight for freedom, the fight for uh, goodness, the fight for family, uh, fight for safety, and work together. Towards that end. We have a question here in the live chat on Rumble. Old Saucy says, what about the Buffalo movement, Alberta and Saskatchewan splitting off? I only recently just heard about this, so I don't know much. Uh, yeah, so uh, Old Saucy, <laughs> I actually want to address that because uh, probably 35 years ago, I was about, uh, well, I was a teenager, and I was going to Buffalo meetings uh, Republic of Buffalo, and and so what? What the thinking was is that you know if, if the if the Western state uh, provinces became a constitutional republic uh, like the United States, but its own entity without Washington in charge, and I get the uh, the thinking behind that because I'm not a big fan of DC either. But um, what what was through the debate that's happened over the years? What I have decided, because I, I was in favor of the uh, Republic model myself, but the fact is we wouldn't, Alberta would not have access to ports to get our oil out. Uh, guys like Dave Bjorkman, who is a very intelligent guy, uh, leans on UN treaties where you have to allow countries to get their do uh, gross domestic product to Tidewater, but I, I don't trust a UN treaty. I don't trust uh, B.C. and Ontario and Quebec to follow that. And not only that, but if Canada is hostile toward Alberta now being part of Confederation, they would be way more hostile if we 
uh, left confederation, let's put it that way. So uh, then you have questions of, and I asked Art Pulowski about this because he is now the head of the Alberta Independence Party, uh, and he didn't have an answer. I said, so, okay, if we split off into our own country, what are we going to do for money? What are we going to do for military? What are we, right, uh, international recognition, things like that. <clears throat> he didn't have an answer. And they, right. they never do uh, with just becoming an independent republic. Uh, becoming a state would, would solve every single one of those questions. Uh, not to mention uh, abolishing crown authority. And, and I've, uh, my mother asked me, Greg, what about crown land? What about national parks, right? Those are good questions, too. They really are because there is crown land in Alberta and we'd have to, uh, uh, we would have to fight Prince Harry and King George, I guess. But uh, <laughs> it shouldn't be too hard. We'll just uh, offer his wife a new Gucci purse or something, make her uh, official <laughs> spokeswoman. Yeah, uh, they are good points, old saucy, definitely. So uh, we got about seven minutes left in this first segment, Greg. Uh, how how is it going with your uh, your website for this referendum vote, yeah. and uh, how, how can people access it? When, when did you launch sure. it? Tell us all about it, Greg. Sure. Very important, and a quick answer to Gloria here. She's she's bringing up a really good point. Is there are a thousand issues that need to be wrestled out yeah. when it comes to Alberta becoming the fifty first state? The structure is in place for it to happen. And I envision a one to maybe two year period of time where everyone's fighting and screaming about everything. However, how you come out of that one or two year squabbling is Alberta's the 51st state. Uh, you are now able to keep your resources and enjoy all the benefits we've talked about in the previous shows. Uh, so either way, I believe that will work itself out. The biggest question, and I have, and I say this to Gloria, I say this to you, Mike, and everybody else in your audiences, I have uh, the reason why I, 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 I launched this referendum in this Alberta website. Uh, by the way, it's Alberta51Vote. Dot com. Imagine that. Um, Alberta51vote.com. People can go on the site. They can vote if they're eligible, or they can submit a contact email if they're just interested in the movement, what have you. Very, very simple, and it gives you a little bit of background about the group we formed down here in Arizona that's put together this, uh, this uh, vote. But either way, the biggest question I had, and I've had it since literally episode one that I worked with you. By the way, I think this is number 26 today, Mike. Uh, but uh, from the very beginning, I've asked one single question. Is what percentage of Alberta registered voters would vote yes to Alberta becoming the 51st state? That is hopefully with proper education on the subject. But what is that percentage? period. I've got, and I simply have not been able to get a definitive answer, a quantitative verifiable answer on that because I believe personally it's well over 50%, but that's another conversation. Either way, the, the, the entire process as far as Alberta becoming the 51st state is finding out the actual Alberta citizens' answers on this. And that's what this site was all about. It's alberta51vote.com. Uh, we've all, we've talked about this for, for probably six months now. The referendum day is going to be June 30th this summer when we're going to tabulate the results. And, uh, indeed, indeed, if it is clear that over 50% of Alberta folks 
vote yes, uh, this information will be taken to the United States Senate. Uh, and uh, hopefully, following will be an invitation from the Senate for Alberta to uh, uh, rejoin the Union. Are you That's presenting this to Senator Ted Cruz? He was actually born in Alberta. He's a Calgary guy. I yeah. actually have uh, have shaken hands with him. Uh, he loved my Alberta 51 hat. I won't speak for him right now. I won't. But I would hope, uh, I would indeed hope uh, that Senator Cruz is going to be the one leading the uh, the charge. But the first question Senator Cruz is going to ask, as will any American, is, okay, but what do the people of Alberta say? What percentage? They're going to ask that first. And so far, I don't have an answer for that. So that's what this process is all about, because if it's under 50 percent, and if it looks like it might be lukewarm or apathetic, the United States is not going to be interested, Mike. Uh, So there you go. That's the plan. And I encourage everybody, including if folks have, since we first announced this uh, a couple weeks ago, Mike, uh, it's been nice. There have been hundreds of people that have emailed. Uh, and they are, quote, registered in that they have emailed me. But very, very important that folks go through the website. Even if they've contacted me, I'll be sending out a reminder to folks. But Alberta Vote, uh, Alberta51Vote.com, quick little one-page vote. Uh, and uh, I, I, I really want to make sure that everybody does that to go through the portal because that's the official place to vote. Uh, when folks do vote, they'll get a confirmation email. Uh, if for some reason they don't check your spam folder, you know how that goes, Mike. Yep. Uh, but and one email address per vote. So there's no household votes, whatever. It's got to be one uh, individual vote at a time with each in, uh, email address. So I have three email addresses, so I can vote three times. <laughs> no, that would be a Democrat party election. <laughs> Mike. You can vote plenty times. Oh, we don't uh, cheat. Okay. I'm glad, you know, it's funny, I'm glad you, you bring that up, though, because it's, we're very intuitive on, on our end and we're really set up for that. The people can't vote twice. It sounds silly, but we're really set up on, uh, on that end, on our end. And no matter what, no matter what, what I'm, what I'm looking for here is simply to get a clear, concise answer based on people who are real people. And the folks that have contacted us so far and the folks that have voted so far, they know this is simply a dialogue between us and directly to the America, the uh, Albertan voter. Uh, and that's what we're after. And I'm, I'm so thrilled with this response so far, Mike. Uh, I really am. And uh, I look forward to giving you updates in the shows to come. You guys did a good job. It looks like you put a lot of work into this, and uh, it's probably making its rounds on uh, different Alberta 51 groups on Facebook and places like that. I'm sure that uh, guys like Benjamin Abel are in uh, in like a dirty shirt. I know that Peter Downing would be right in on this uh, because this is something that – I mean, he went down – to Mar-a-Lago and met with several uh, U.S. politicians and uh, and presented them with a statehood proposal uh, for Alberta. And this this uh, was not that long ago. So uh, right. there's a lot of people that disagree. Uh, you know what? We got to go to our commercial break. Let's do that. When we come back, we'll talk sure. about this sure. stuff for the last half of the first hour. And then we've got Richard Burley coming on to talk about the ERC funds that are available to you if you're an American business owner uh, with over four employees. And if you don't claim these funds, it's going to go to the IRS. So you can complain about 
uh, money going to Ukraine all you want, but there's $2.2 trillion earmarked for businesses with W-2 employees during 2020 and 2021. It's there for you. They're already paying it out. And this is a conversation that's going to get bigger, and it already is. Uh, and so, by the way, the inver- the uh, interview that we have with Richard after the first hour where we dig into all of this stuff is going to be going on their official website uh, of the accounting office. So uh, we'll be back right after this with more American Oc Radio and Greg Meekin. Then we're going to be bringing in Richard Burley after the bottom of the, uh, the top of the hour break. I do not really believe... That people in hell are listening to Bobby McFerrin. I don't care what popular mechanic <laughs> says. We'll be right back. <laughs> You want to wake up refreshed like you slept on a cloud. Get yourself the very best in bedding supplies today. You deserve it. Go to MyPillow.com and don't forget our very special promo code, Mojo50, for incredible savings. At Romica Designs, we're more than just a laser engraving and specialty design company. Much more. I'm Ron Phillips, co-owner of Romica Designs, and if you can dream it, we can probably make it. We can custom laser cut and engrave on nearly all material. Great for one-of-a-kind gifts, home decor, business and specialty items, or personalized and logo designs created just for you or your company. Allow us to become your go-to gift and specialty project partner. Romica Designs can help make your ideas a reality. We're ready to help you design and create that special gift for any occasion or engrave your personal or business logo on just about any product. View our designs at RomicaDesigns.com or simply email us with your ideas. We specialize in custom design and we'd be honored to have the opportunity to discuss it with you. Call us at 817-400-4040, email info at RomicaDesigns.com or visit us on the web at RomicaDesigns.com. Five major food distributors have suffered explosions at food processing and storage facilities in the last few months. 20 more facilities have been destroyed by fires over the last four months. War in Ukraine drags on and holds the looming threat of nuclear escalation. U.S. inflation is officially reported above 8%. Mobs of people are whipped into frenzy by an increasingly unstable class of political elites. We live in interesting times. Political, economic, and financial collapse are all very real threats to our way of life. If the worst happens, make sure you and your loved ones are prepared with emergency food and supplies from preparewithmojo50.com. That's preparewithmojo50.com. Coffee lovers everywhere now have the opportunity to do their part to save the planet with Al Gore's lab-grown coffee substitute. We, here at Coffee Drinkers for Climate Change, believe this is a terrible idea. While man-bun-wearing, soy-latte-loving poodle walkers everywhere are in love with the eco-friendly lab-grown sadness water, Coffee Drinkers for Climate Change want to see the sea levels rise 
and for New York City to join the lost city of Atlantis, 12,000 leagues beneath the sea. American Pride Roasters, historically great coffee. Every pot brewed is an eco-disaster 100 times greater than the Fukushima extinction-level event. So order yours today and do your part to hasten the end of the planet. You don't want to live forever, do you? AmericanPrideRoasters.com That's AmericanPrideRoasters.com How dare you! <laughs> we, we dare. dare. Oh, we yeah. dare. Flat Earth. The moon landing. JFK. 5G. Biden won the election. <laughs> hey, lovelies. Does anyone have any new conspiracy theories? Because all the ones I know have come true. <laughs> Join me, Ria Bo, here on Sunday Long Live Radio, live every Sunday of the year, 5 a.m. Eastern Standard, 10 a.m. UK, and 9 p.m. New South Wales. I'll see you Sunday. America Nuck Radio. I would say the world's most underrated radio shows. America Nuck Radio. This guy, Mike Phillip, is brilliant. I listen to him every day. Love your show. I, I really do. I'm a huge fan. Thank you for doing what you're doing. America Nuck Radio. Greg Meekin, and uh, we were talking a little bit about his referendum initiative and website that he's built, alberta51vote.com. Very cool. I'm looking at it right now. Uh, did your son help you with that, Greg? Uh, <laughs> no, actually, no. My son's more an artist. He did the cover of the uh, of the uh, my book, of course. As you mentioned, he's an artist, but he's not a website guy. I have an IT guy down here in the in Arizona who uh, really put it together nicely and well. The big thing you brought up something just before the break, Mike. This is a huge issue. Uh, I hope that this does make the rounds. You mentioned Peter Downing, you know, and these nice guys up there. Uh, my biggest question to everybody is not that you visit the site, but what is your vote? Um, not the, I, I would love it that uh, if anyone is up in, uh, in Alberta and indeed uh, would normally vote in a referendum or, or election and they're eligible, what is your vote, whoever you are out there? And so my request would be please vote. And the three choices are yes, no, or undecided. And I would really hope that folks do research stuff a little bit as far as far as the issues before voting. But yes, no, or undecided. I think it's really important to have no's. Um, we look we look forward to seeing no's and undecided folks. Uh, but the most important thing to simply get your vote in. So uh, it sounds it sounds funny, but I'm not really concerned about folks' opinions or comments or whatever. I'd love to see what their vote is. And you can. What's nice is you can either vote as you see on the main screen, uh, the home screen, uh, homepage, uh, Mike, or you can submit a comment uh, if you want to be involved or keep abreast of things. Maybe you're not an Alberta resident, etc. Submit through the comment section, and everybody, again, everybody's information stays private. Everybody is at least their vote will count, and their voice will be heard, Mike. Yeah, there's, and, and we've had a lot of discussions about this. Uh, there are a lot of people that have been trained their whole life in Canada 
that basically you're as Canadian as as much as you dislike the United States, that uh, how un-American you are defines your Canadianness. It's weird. It's right. it's this, you know, uh, hate thy uh, neighbor, uh, look down your nose. Uh, you know, it's, it's like the neighbor looking over the fence and looks like America has a discipline problem and there's some <laughs> old paint cans in the garage. <laughs> And and I've seen a lot of that. Not everybody, but that definitely exists. The other sure. thing, too, that I've sure. seen that people have said to me about all of this is um, they've said, Mike, America is the evil empire. Look at all the wars in, in Iraq and Afghanistan and, and look at, right? Well, okay, fine. Yeah, and and U.S. might lose its world reserve currency status under the Bretton Woods Agreement but ask yourself this. Ask yourself this, okay? Who would you rather fill that role? Would you rather that it was America? Or would you rather that it was China that is able to project the power that America can? Or would you prefer that it was the Islamic world? Would you prefer that it's Russia? I mean, the the, the whole thing with Russia right now, <clears throat> uh, the language that they're using... Basically, a lot of Russian leadership, and I, I've been reading a lot about this, they believe that they need to bring out bring around the apocalypse. Like they they a lot of them are rooting for a world war that destroys a large portion of humanity. And so that's kind of crazy if you think about it. I I mean, people look for a good guy and a bad guy, but Honestly, if somebody is going to be uh, uh, in 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 a preeminent position in the world as a nation, I personally think that with all of America's warts and whatever you say about it, I'm aware of all that. I would still rather that it was America. Greg, your thoughts? You're nailing it on the head here, Mike. We've talked about this a lot. I believe that any true hatred of America, because there is some of that, there's an element of that. I've said this before and I published it in my book. If there's really that true hatred of America, I believe most of the time it is what I call politically immature envy or repressed personal jealousy. Okay? Yeah. Uh, because only when you've lived down here do you realize how nice it is to live under the Constitution, how nice it is to have a great military. Because, by the way, Mike, hello, the United States is protecting its states, stateside. And can you imagine uh, Alberta? Obviously, Alberta 51 is the only answer because Alberta will immediately have access and access to all American resources, including military protection, including a fir First Amendment, a Second Amendment. You have police force that's working for you as a state because that's the whole concept. So I do believe any kind of a hostility, whatever's to America, towards America, it, to me, a lot seems. Uh, from people who've never lived here and enjoyed it down here, because I do, I really do be, believe there's a different feeling, a different feeling of freedom, because I've lived in both places, Mike. Uh, so enough, we've talked about that so much as far as the hostility and stuff, and, but I remind a lot of my, I, you know, I've got a lot of friends in Canada, the majority of my friends are in Canada, and still, and a lot of them from the East Coast, mainly, mainly Ontario and Quebec. I reminded a, a friend of mine in Montreal, Montreal is what, 19, uh, it's like 19 miles from the New York border, 
Montreal. I reminded him he was an anti-American guy, right? The, 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 the military, all the way, you know, war mongers, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. And I simply told him, I, I, yeah, I simply said, you know, dude, uh, by the way, I want to let you know that the United States is here for, to protect Canada, and we always have been. If anyone messed with you in Montreal or Alberta or BC or anywhere, if anyone messed with you, as far as these foreign powers, the United States would fly in and kick their butts, is what we would do. And I wanted to remind him of that, that strength does not necessarily mean, uh, shall we say, <laughs> goodness, strength, uh, the meat shall inherit the earth means. Obviously, it means to carry a big old sword, but keep it sheath, keep it sheath, but know that you have if you need it. So I do want to remind everybody in Canada, not just Alberta, not just Quebec, everyone in Canada, that the United States of America loves you guys, and we will, we will protect you uh, and take a bullet for you. I just want to remind Canadians of that, Mikey, and this might have been a good platform to do so. You know, if you look at the benefits that came to Alaska when they embraced statehood, they were massive. I uh, mean, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And remember, Mike, the whole conversation is the Constitution. State Constitution Alaska, you, we know, we've talked about it. They drafted their own state constitution that now pays oil royalties to their citizens. That's the way it should be. Yep. So when Alberta 51 drafts its state constitution, it will be unique amongst all the 50 states. It will be exactly what Albertans, regular Albertans, want for their, for their state, their new 51st state. And that's what the folks who are contacting and voting through the website are saying. Uh, and it, it starts with the state constitution. You can draft it just like Alaska did. Again, uh, Alaska's different for, from Vermont. Uh, Florida's different from Utah. California's yep. different from every crazy person out there. No, that's so it. So I trust, I trust the people of Alberta to draft their own state constitution that is custom made for them. And, and that's what, what, what we would really envision a province or a state or a country supposed to be yeah and what an opportunity to chart your own future within a constitutional uh, oh. republic i mean i saw uh ezra levant was on tucker carlson last night and he started right. he started talking about how we're canadians we have the charter of rights and freedoms and i'm like ezra you just lost right. me have you ever read that document right. it says at the beginning right. and, and then anyway we've, we've talked about it all before like Stop talking about yep. the Canadian Charter of Rights and Freedoms. It's it's not even worth reading. It, it, it like it guarantees you nothing. Uh, and a lot of and and that point that you brought up about states and their approach to healthcare, their approach to law enforcement, their yeah, they're they're all very different. So like to have an opportunity to draft your own state constitution, looking at the mistakes that have been made and the pros and the cons. And right. you can say whatever you want about America's past. Uh, you show me somebody that doesn't have a bad past, uh, or a country, or a right. state, or, or something in their in their closet, right? Uh, uh, I've had mine washed in water, of, but but yeah, it's yeah. like um, no, you can't, you can't, you can't hang on to those things forever. And constantly bringing it up does nothing. It's time to look ahead, right. Right. And those, it, the arguments of what happened 100 or 200 years ago are just, they're just 
just uh, getting old, Mike. But you, you yeah, it's not a bad thing to know, but it's stupid to argue no, about, no, and sure. it's stupid to use as your own victim well, status because you weren't there. It's great to know your history, but today is today moving forward. It's really simple. And how do we have the, 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 the uh, lessons of history help us today moving forward to be better? And we've been doing it progressively for the last 100, 200 years, progressively, all the way through the 60s and 70s. Uh, but and it's important for people to remember that we have improved as, uh, 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 as society exponentially, exponentially. You know, you um, you mentioned uh, you mentioned earlier the, uh, uh, the once again the state constitution. I keep coming back to that. I really want people to understand because I've lived in different states. I'll tell you what. Here, here you go. Here's some kind of fun inside scoop. Washington State. That's a, now the Seattle area. It's got it's got a bad rap in the last uh, year or two, but Washington State takes the best care of their citizens that I've ever seen. Into especially folks that are going through hardship or whatever. If you are a single mom or you have kids or whatever in Washington State, you have everything at no charge. You have subsidized housing, you have medical, free, and I'm talking no charge, meaning virtually no co-pays or anything, uh, including dental and those types of things. And I want to let people in Alberta know the power of the state constitution you can actually build into your state constitution. We've talked about this, Mike. Universal health care, if that makes you happy. And that's Alberta awesome. can fund that's it. Awesome. Exactly. Cradle to grave. Here we go. Either zero deductible or lower no copay, blah, blah. Just like some of the great states work it down in the states. You can build that right into your constitution, and it's fundable. You can, you can fund it with the pocket change. From the equalization monies you're going to save. Yep. You know, $20, $20 billion buys a lot of health care, Mikey. It you would, know? yeah. So those types of things you can build into your state constitution, and that is going to be discussed more and more uh, as this Alberta 51 vote uh, progresses. Remember, this was only launched yesterday evening, Mike. How cool is that? You got it hot off the presses and stuff. This is a true, wonderful forensic count, and I encourage everybody to vote yes, no, or undecided, but be part of the process. You can log on today, as the infomercials say, you know, Alberta, alberta51vote.com. Uh, very important there, one up in Alberta does. Uh, if anyone's not from Alberta, no offense, don't take this personally, but you're not part of this conversation. This conversation is directly with the Alberta registered and eligible voters that are ready and willing to vote in, a, in an election or referendum. I was just reading that uh, the Alberta government in their budget that they put forth just the other day has earmarked taxpayer funds to give in aid to Ukraine. And, and there's a lot of Ukrainians in Alberta. Um, I'm, I'm married to one. Uh, but anyway... Are we going to put into our provincial budget every single year to send money to every war zone and charity case on the planet? Uh, see, that's another example of something that we could put into a state constitution. That uh, if and here's a, here's how I look at charity. I don't. I, I think that if an individual or a business wants to make a charitable donation, that's up to them. But their money shouldn't be t- forcefully taken away. And used right, for what right. we call charity. The other thing I've noticed about Ukraine, Greg, isn't it funny? 
You don't hear about uh, pallets of bottled water and storable food going there. Just money, just money and weapons. Hey, it's right. Isn't oh, that something? Oh. Did I lose you? Yeah, you did. I just came back up here. Okay. What were you going to say? Okay. <laughs> Welcome to Arizona City, Arizona uh, Internet Connection, Mike. We're on the phone. Can you hear me? Yeah. all right ukraine ukraine you know you know that the tab is 110 billion and counting do you realize that mike yeah it's they just authorized an extra 10.2 billion dollars 10 billion dollars yeah give it to ukraine uh 10 billion dollars they turned down 5 billion to finish the wall down on the southern border turned down 5 billion about 110 going to ukraine that's my number of the week right there yeah, and I think that Ukraine's going to lose this thing anyway. And uh, who uh, knows? It could could turn into a major conflict between the U.S. and NATO. We'll see what happens. But uh, yeah. uh, can you imagine, Mike? Can you imagine what Trump would have gone through if he was president during this era? Think about it. They'd be impeaching him for another three, four, five times. Well, he just phoned uh, Ukraine the and they tried the to impeach him for phoning them. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know, if you really want to say it, Trump got in peace to cover up what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so there you go. There's our feisty statement of the week right there, too. Yeah, and I'm I'm critical of Trump, uh, uh, the job that he did, but there was some good things, I will say that. Um, you know, as far as presidents well, go, he's probably one of the best I've seen in my lifetime. Despite the fact that he gave the world the vaccine it. that's killing people, but uh, that's a separate uh, issue. Sure, but it's... If you go cr- clinically with all the numbers, it's real simple. He had dollar seventy-five a gallon gas. Right now, it's three seventy-five. Uh, everything from utility bills to the employment situation to wages are dropping rather than rising. People don't realize that uh, in the Trump administration, Mike, you know this, but uh, uh, household income jumped uh, six thousand dollars a year under Trump. Do the math and check the check the stats. That's five hundred bucks hard money. Uh, for every household, that's a nice help. Rather than it being five, six, seven, or eight hundred dollars less per month, because of inflation and other factors and supply chain issues and all the nonsense. So there you go. Illegal immigration dropped and, as well. That oh, number's went way down. Goodness. Oh, don't. Oh, don't get us started, Mike. It's just a tragedy what's happened at this border and everything else. We've we've talked so much about it, but it is a tragedy that's going on even to this. Yeah, your buddy yeah. Mark Lamb is uh, going to testify to Congress. Is that correct? He testified. Uh, it was I believe it was earlier this week. He already did, and he's okay. chatting about to Congress, uh, congressional committee. Uh, about the fentanyl crisis and fentanyl deaths. He put the number out there. It's now at 107,000 primarily young people who have been killed by fentanyl. fentanyl. And the number's rising. He said, I think if I'm going off of memory, I think uh, Sheriff Lamb said it's going to crowd 200,000 or exponentially by the end of, you know, end of this year and so forth. What a tragedy. What a tragedy. Fentanyl. And it's mostly young people, Mike. What a tragedy. Uh, and once again, uh, I, I hold the President of the United States fully responsible. People do not know. He signed an executive order, uh, probably right after he signed to shut down the Keystone Pipeline. He, sh- he signed an executive order to basically open up the border. It was, he he uh, signed away Trump's stay in Mexico policy. 
And then the, the floodgates started. Don't tell, let anyone tell you differently. The border crisis is directly due to the executive order signed, signed by President Joe Biden, Mike. Let I'm going I'm to say something about the whole fentanyl crisis, though. <clears throat> and this sure. might not be popular. Um, yeah, okay, so maybe maybe it's, it's the fault of uh, uh, the fact that it's there and accessible in the United States of America is a lack right. of border protection. But I'm going to say this, too. Everybody that went and got some from a street dealer and took it, it's not like Joe Biden put a gun to their head and made them take fentanyl and overdose. Right. Right, absolutely. Uh, personal responsibility—that's that's a secondary yeah. question. One thing I do say, Mike. The one thing I do say: no one can argue it comes out of China, and it is distributed to the Mexican cartels, and it's distributed up here. I believe, and this is so controversial. I'm just going to say this: this is Greg Meekin's opinion. I believe there's an element of uh, obviously nefariousness, but I think there's a China element in this. I don't want to say even the word genocide, but that's what it sure looks like. People are dropping like flies, and all younger people. I indeed see people dropping like flies. We see it every day on Facebook. It looks like an obituary now, Facebook. Oh, yeah, uh, I, people, we hear about it in Alberta fentanyl, all the time. Fentanyl or the vax. Fentanyl or the vax. It's just, again, elephant in the room. Just saying it. Uh, so I'm very concerned that these stuff, uh, this stuff, not only the vax side effects, but the things like fentanyl, that there's a much deeper, deeper, more nefarious reason. And I'm not that, you know me, I'm not conspiracy guy, whatever, but I just don't trust anyone on this stuff anymore, Mikey. I just don't trust anyone, including our own government. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a tough thing. I mean, if you had a population that was averse to doing drugs, pharmaceutical or otherwise in the first place there would be no crisis and it wouldn't be coming in because uh, it wouldn't be being used i mean you have to have a market for your product but that being said oh, yeah. you're right china it, it, by sending this stuff in has killed a lot of americans by their own hand the numbers don't lie mike mm-hmm the number, you can go fentanyl, go vax, but, but uh, again, go our entire lost little generation. There's going to be a generation of youngsters, I'm going to call them COVID kids, who went through that two years of lockdowns. Uh, suicides are, are skyrocketing amongst youngsters, Mikey. I mean, come on. There's a direct, but also an indirect, and I think an exponential moving forward uh, catastrophe here. We need to nip it now. Uh, we need to nip it now. And I always come back to the simplest things. Vote Alberta 51, but also if you're in the United States, you make sure you vote in 2024 uh, because that might be the last stand in terms of a lot of this insanity that's going on. Uh, this, this. I can't even get started on this border stuff, and and uh, and then we talk the Afghanistan pullout, and then we talk. I talked to a guy. Here you go, Mike. I talked to a guy a couple weeks ago who was a Keystone employee. I I heard a lot about the Keystone pipeline, but I never met a Keystone employee. And I actually, oddly, met him down here in Casa Grande, Arizona. He had transferred down here, and he was part of the layoffs, the Biden layoffs, right? Yeah. And they said, God, I want to talk to you, man. He said, yeah. I said, yeah, our life has just been devastated since. They said, okay, how much did you make? His, his earnings, uh, he was making $186,000 a year as a highly skilled pipeline guy. And this project, Mike, people don't realize it was funded. The Keystone was funded, Mike. 
<laughs> you know, you know, for this next couple of years. And he said, he, yeah, he got laid off a $186,000 job. How many of those can you replace, Mike, especially, you know, with COVID and post-COVID? So this guy's working, I don't know if it's entry level, but it's a sure, sure uh, scale back from six figure income. That's a lot of so that's a lot of income to take out of a household definitely. Oh, uh we're out of, we're out of time. Uh, yep. we've only we've only got yep. 1 minute left before we have to go to our network break. Greg, coming up. Okay, you're upset that billions of yep. dollars is going to Ukraine. How about if yep. you uh don't do anything and allow 2.2 trillion out of the US Treasury go to the IRS because you didn't do anything when you could have. Now, we're going to have Richard Burley, Chartered Personal Accountant, on the show in the upcoming hour. Uh, Greg is going to hang around with us. And I want to dig a little bit more into this whole ERC fund issue uh, because why would you let that money go to the IRS? It's not for them. It's for you. And the Democrat Party tried to bury it and steal it from American businesses. They're still trying. We gotta get the word out. We'll be back right after this with Greg Meekin and Richard Burley. This is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo Five O. News this hour from Townhall.com. I'm Tasha Stevens. In Kansas City, Missouri, multiple police officers were shot tonight. According to Fox 4 KC, multiple police agencies are working a standoff following the shooting. Police say that the injuries are not life-threatening and that the officers self-transported to the hospital. Chicago will soon have a new mayor. This after incumbent Democrat Lori Lightfoot conceded the race Tuesday evening in her bid for re-election. She got 16% of the vote. Brandon Johnson and Paul Vallis will meet in a runoff election on April 4th. Johnson is a county board commissioner. Vallis is a former public school executive. Add the FBI to the list of those who say COVID was leaked from a lab in Wuhan, China. The U.S. Department of Energy and the FBI both made that admission this week, but they say they do not think it was a Chinese bioweapon. Republicans are pushing back against the Biden administration's proposed rule, allowing 401k fund managers to invest in companies based on so-called ESG standards. Correspondent Bob Agnew reports from Capitol Hill. Senate GOP leader Mitch McConnell says putting environmental, social and governance standards above returns amounts to what he calls a radical new policy. That would help liberals use Americans' very own retirement savings as financial muscle for political causes they may not even support. Republican bills in both the House and Senate would demand fund managers fulfill their fiduciary responsibility to focus only on maximum returns for investors. Bob Agnew, Capitol Hill. Mississippi, the latest state to ban sex change procedures for kids. Republican Governor Tate Reeves signed the bill into law Tuesday, saying there's a dangerous movement spreading across America. Effective immediately, the measure prohibits gender transition procedures for anyone under the age of 18, such as puberty blockers, hormones, and surgery. More on these stories at townhall.com. We remind all of our listeners that the views and opinions of the show hosts and guests appearing on Mojo Favo Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of Cuddle Me Buff LLC, its owners and partners, or this network. Thank you for listening to Mojo Favo Radio. Oh, hi. Didn't see you there. I was busy eating this delicious meal from preparewithmojo50.com. You look hungry. Do you want some? Of course you do. 
Get your own. You can go to preparewithmojo50.com. That's preparewithmojo50.com. You can't have mine. Good evening. This is Chris with KWSN News. Today's headlines. Inflation is on the rise. Crime is skyrocketing. And war is looming around the world. While it might feel like the world is falling down around us, there are still good people that exist in this world. Take a break from conventional news and tune into Damn It with Beaver on Mojo 50 Radio, 5 p.m. Eastern Time, Saturdays. Hear random acts of kindness, how you can help save an animal's life with the rescue of the month, and many other topics that will make you smile and possibly even laugh out loud and make you forget for one hour that the world is burning down around you. So don't let the world get you down. You just say, damn it, and you move on. That's Damn It with Beaver, 5 p.m. Eastern Time, Saturdays on Mojo 5 Radio. Fast Track Student Loans can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop collection calls, and stop seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and get your student loan payments down to as little as $25 a month based on what you can afford to pay. 800-709-4395-800-709-4395-800-709-4395-800-709-4395. Here we go. With great mojo comes great responsibility. Mojo Five O. And crown thy good with brotherhood from sea to shining sea. America Radio. Opinion and a little irreverence from both sides of the 49th parallel. This is American Uck Radio with Mike Phillip. We're back to hour two of American Uck Radio. This is Mike Phillip, and we got. Richard Burley, chartered personal accountant, and he is uh, working with a uh, accounting firm, Jorn's CPA, uh, to bring out this information on how business owners can access this $2.2 trillion in funding uh, that President Trump signed into law. The Democrats have tried to bury it, make it impossible for you to get at and uh, a lot of accountants have already told people that they cannot access these funds, but things have changed. And uh, the good people at the accounting firm that uh, Richard is working with have made a way for you to do it. Richard, welcome back to American Oc Radio. It's great to be back, Mike. Thank you so much for having me. And you're right, this is important information. And I am excited to be here to share this with your listeners. So thank you for having me back. Absolutely fantastic. Now, just to get things started here, could you please give a description of what exactly took place with the CARE Act, with Trump, uh, where we are today, how the uh, Democrats tried to bury it, uh, but a rider got tacked on to another bill. Uh, just, just give a brief overview, and then we'll get into some frequently asked questions about the situation and, and uh, what people are thinking about when they when they look at this. 
Sure. So the uh, the Employee Retention Tax Credit Program, more commonly known as ERC, was first introduced in the $2.2 trillion CARES Act. And that stands for the Coronavirus Aid and Relief and Economic Stimulus Act. And that was done in March of 2020 with President, Bi- with President Trump's administration. And it was signed into law, passed by the Senate and the House, in March 27, 2020. It earmarked up to $26,000 per employee for business owners who kept employees hired during the pandemic. Now, this is a fully refundable tax credit against the employer portion of Social Security payroll taxes and the Medicare Medicaid tax depending on the period you're filing for. Now, it's paid directly to the business owner via a check. It's not a loan, and you don't have to ask for debt repayment forgiveness. You don't have to pay it back, and the IRS does not involve itself with what you spend your refund on. The funds are not earmarked for any specific purpose. They can be used by the employer for anything. You don't need to use them for payroll or operating expenses. The ERC can be utilized at the discretion of the business owner. And how do you do it? You claim it by filing an amended 941-X quarterly payroll tax amendment return, claiming the credits on lines 18 and 26. That's a little bit too much detail, so I'm going to back up. The whole program was meant to stimulate the economy, obviously, by giving employers back that portion of those taxes that were paid. Now, uh, many people get so much wrong in terms of, you know, I go back and forth around the country, down to Puerto Rico and to Costa Rica, up into Idaho, and all across, I have clients in, in New York City, I'm in Florida, California, Dallas, Texas, And the one overriding thing I keep getting asked about is, well, Rick, I don't qualify. My CPA told me that I don't qualify because I took the payroll protection loan program. And that couldn't be further from the truth. Is it a consideration in one of the 17 parameters that they check? Absolutely. But it doesn't disqualify you. And, Mike, one of the things I'd like to just briefly point out is that there are businesses, like you mentioned, being contacted in regard to ERC companies not doing things ethically. Yeah. And I want to assure your listeners and the rest that we are very sticky about the guidance and the 1,200 amendments and guidelines that the IRS published, which I've read every single one. And I want, you, I want your listeners to know that the biggest concern I have for anybody who gets involved with this, with us is that they're saying the wrong things. We need to clean up what we're saying to the potential or, you know, to current clients so that they have a great experience from the first time they hear about us. Our goal is to keep a great relationship with everyone, even after the ERC is done. In fact, we have right on the working board right now several more powerful services in the future that we will continue to keep those people, those clients, and those agents of ours that brought us the business in the first place. Jordan's and Associates is not just an ERC company. We are an accounting firm that plans to expand and stay in business for generations. We've been doing this for well over 20 years, and the two principals, Tony Swantek and Justin Jorns, 
never were involved with the pay pay payroll protection program. I had one client say to me that he thought this was an ambitious and nebulous program, and he was uneasy with it because of the scam report on the web that you can check out, and they get it all wrong. They don't even know what they're talking about because they mix the two up. They're mixing up the ERC and the payroll protection loan. We're not, we don't do loans. Only a bank can do those loans because it goes through the Treasury. And only the IRS can process the paperwork for the ERC because it goes through the IRS because it's that side of the House. Just like in Congress that has the Senate and the House of Representatives, IRS has two sides of the House as well. They have the individual income tax and corporate tax, but they also have the payroll tax side of the House. So one of the things I keep saying is that you don't need to convince a business owner, and Mike, I'm sure you had this before but have you ever noticed when you have trust with somebody you don't need to use any trick or technique or closing on them it's a it's a trust relationship we don't try to convince business owners when clients feel pushed into starting something like this they come in with a negative attitude we are professional at all times we don't have to close people we simply tell them the bare truth and that is that we have already done over 10,000 employers with over $5 billion to our credit that we've gotten back for them in terms of that tax refund. So that is 10,000-foot view. Yeah, last time we well, last time we had you on the show, uh, you told me that a lady in Texas had qualified for uh, $1.2 million. Is that correct? That is correct. And you've got more of these emails coming in, I assume, from uh, grateful business owners that went through your accounting firm. We absolutely do, yeah. That is fantastic. Greg, uh, this is your first time listening in on this conversation. Have you got anything that you would like to ask Richard up front before we go any further? Oh, thanks so much, uh, Mike, for that. Yeah, it's fascinating to me. I've been, as you know, a 40-year business guy. Uh, including real estate investor and company owner and stuff, and now an author. You know, my third book out and stuff. So I, I love hearing about this stuff. I want to kind of do hats off, kudos uh, to Richard. Uh, I've, I've reviewed uh, his his work pretty briefly and cursory this morning, but got a real good feel of him. And again, I listened to uh, the entire first interview that you did. Uh, I think it was last month, Mike, if I remember correctly. And uh, just hats off to Richard, uh, Tony, and Justin for. For information, uh, you can you can get five billion dollars uh, back into uh, regular folks' hands, small business owners. There, there you go. There's a mission that's I'm I'm always into quantitative numbers, and uh, the stats don't lie. And uh, I'm just impressed with what you guys do, and all the best moving forward. I think you're going to get a flood of business here, uh, and good for the folks who are filing. It's it's all about the taxpayer. They paid in. They, they you know, they put in their time and treasure. They totally deserve uh, to get to what an amazing amount. I think it's up to 26000 per employee. So my question to Richard would be, um, it's a very competitive world down here in the United States. Whenever there's a great big, big old barrel of money uh, hanging there, can you talk really brief, briefly about the competition factor? Or uh, I know you've been, uh, uh, I've already heard the initial about a number of uh, 
players out there, and maybe not necessarily on the up and up. Can you talk a little bit about just the competition factor? Uh, I'm very impressed with your firm, and I'll bet you, I'll bet you, again, you'll you'll win the day as far as uh, as far as getting the filings. How well you've done? Can you talk about a little bit about the competition factor, though? Sure, um, that is a really good question. There are a number of companies out there that. Um, don't have what we have. And as a brief explanation, I'll say this. The two principals, Justin Jorns and Tony Swantek, back when they were being contacted by their industries and clients and restaurants and all the different people they work with, that said, look, you know, with this pandemic, we can't afford you. And they said, well, hang on a second. Let's see if we can't help you, and, you know, at least not lose money. So they set up a a program called Snap Delivered. And when this got passed into law, they added the ERC to it. And one of the major factors of why we've attracted so many large CPA firms that send their business to us is because of our $2 million computer program that catches just about everything. Now, I'm not going to say 100% because there's nothing, no such thing in the world as 100%. But our statistics are showing between 95 and 98 percent. We catch every nook and cranny a person has filed. And keep in mind, that's the key, is that that employer who has taken a hit and being beat up because of the lockdowns, restrictions, quarantines, and the rest of that nonsense during uh, the 2020 and 2021, they, they absolutely uh, you know, took financial losses and had to scramble. And that's why this is not a simple tax refund, because there are 1,200 guidelines, as I mentioned before, that you have to adhere to. Remember, this is a law. So there are companies out there that have very smart um, CPAs, tax attorneys, and accountants, okay? However, I'll, I'm just going to you know, take a moment here. I'm going to tell you, this is from the first page. And you tell me if this may if this does not sound like a democratic trick. No disrespect to the Democrats, of course, but there are people that you know, they they like to erode the ground you're standing on and say it's your fault because you were standing there. Anyway, so this is from the very first page of the 941X adjusted employers quarterly return. Here's what it says. Check this box if you underreported tax amounts. Also, check this box if you overreported tax amounts and you would like to use the adjustment process to correct the errors. They must check this box if you're correcting both underreported and overreported amounts. The amount shown on line 27 is less than zero, may only be applied as a credit to Form 941 or 941's SS. Now, if you do check the box and you overreported amounts, and you'd like to use the claim process, ask for a refund or abatement, then show line 27. One line later, it says, if you're correcting an underreported amount, go to part three on page two and skip lines four and five. If you're correcting overreported tax amounts for purposes of clarifications of line four and five, Medicare taxes include additional Medicare tax. So you, got, you have to use 941X, which can't be used to correct overreported amounts or additional Medicare tax unless the amounts were withheld from employee wages. Now, I've been doing this work for years. I, I, you know, in my practice prior to 2017, I had to deal with this all the time. 
But, you know, a who in their right mind is going to take the time to read the 5,200 pages of the law that was passed by the 116th Congress of the United States? And who's going to read the 70,000 regulations as it pertains to employer taxation? Who's going to read the 1,200 amendments and guidelines the IRS published in order for to help you get this document filled out? Every single time. I've got a story from Colorado from one of the uh, farmer. He's a, he does a hemp business. His CPA told him to his face, boss, don't do this. Stay away from it. You know, you don't qualify. You took the payroll protection money. We got him $841,000. Why? Because we don't push. We don't try to convince. We simply tell the story. We tell the truth. And you're right when you said this is our mission. This is not a job for us. Until April 15th, 2025, when this program is over at midnight, we are going to go hard and heavy pedal to the metal, Mike, because we believe that this money belongs rightfully in the hands of those people who got hurt, those small businesses from four employees to 500 employees that took a hit during the pandemic. And if they, I think it's the civic duty of that employer to file. And it doesn't necessarily have to be with us, but, you know, we are typically getting 20 to 30 percent more back the client simply because we have the, the computer that does all the work we collect the data computer puts it in the right boxes checks off whatever needs to be checked off properly we give that report back to the employer he signs off on it and then we file we do not want to see this go back into the general revenue of the irs which is where it's going to go if that 2.2 trillion dollars doesn't get into the hands of those people who got hurt you were telling me that a lot of the accountants employed by the firm are uh, former IRS agents. Could you get into that a little bit? Yeah, so we don't hire anybody who's not a, a CPA, who's not certified. And obviously, when the turnover happens at the IRS and they have to have new people come in, you know, those people still have value in the marketplace because they understand the process that the IRS put them through. Yeah, so they've been in it. Sorry, I interrupted well, you. Keep going. <clears throat> That's all right. Um, so basically, Jorns, you know, was created to assist businesses in navigating that complexity of this this uh, ERC program. Keep in mind, when the banks were told through the CARES Act that they could get their existing business clientele an interest-free forgivable loan, the banks were all over this like white on rice getting paid anywhere from $26,000 to $3,000 per application. And they went aggressively into the market to get this done with those forgivable loans because it came directly from the U.S. Treasury. Then people said, well, you know, I'm still hurting. And oh, by the way, the IRS was all over those people uh, like sand on the beach, uh, because you had to prove that you were using those payroll protection loans for payroll. Right. In, in light of the fact that the law changed in 2021 because they had amendments, thank goodness for the Republicans putting in those line items, they said, look, you know, the prior program said you could have one or the other. You couldn't have both. 
And then when the Biden administration put in another ridiculous amount and put in another $800 million or so into the ERC, they said, oh, you can have all of it now. doesn't matter. And most accountants don't know that. Most tax attorneys don't know that. Why? Because they're busy doing the job they were hired to do by the employer. They're not looking out for the best interest of the employer. They're simply doing the job the employer asked them to do. Hey, George, can you fill out this paperwork for me and do my taxes for my payroll? Blah, blah, blah. And the guy does it. But he's not looking out for the best interest of the employer going, look, I can also process you for this ERC. And so that's why we do not want to oversell. We simply tell the truth about it. We are looking for clients, yes, but we're looking for those high-quality clients that, you know, have uh, have taken a hit. There are 17 of these parameters that are the basic fundamentals that say, if you have this, for example, are your employees W-2 employees? If yes, you qualify, first step, cool. All right, did you take a hit with supply chain issues? Yes, we did. Okay, great. Uh, did you retain your staff? Maybe you didn't pay them, but you kept up with their health care costs. Okay, great. You know, but it doesn't disqualify you if you took the payroll protection money. So now, with the 10,000-plus businesses we've done and over $5 billion back in those hands with stimulus funding, you know, we can stand up proud and say, we are doing the right job for the American business, small business um, employer. And uh, we, we get cards and letters and people, you know, they love us because we're not trying to scare them into doing it. We just simply want to let them know that, you know, say, you know, from this IRS's own numbers, Mike, they say 70 to 80 percent of small and medium businesses are are excellent candidates for taking the ERC. Oh, but I don't want it to come back on me. You know, I'm almost retired. So my son, is he going to have to deal with anything? And I, you know, I had this conversation with a, a gentleman yesterday in Pensacola, Florida. And he's all worried that if he does this, he's going to get audited. And I said, look, if you do, we'll advocate for you for the next five years. We have a $1 million errors and emissions insurance policy per client. So even if something happens and you know, my stuff can happen. We'll stand there and we'll take the hit. That's fantastic. Uh, yeah, what 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 do you charge on this service? I mean, is there an upfront fee? How does that work? Uh, so I want to make it very clear to your audience, Mike, that it is illegal to charge a business owner to put his to, to file his taxes for him. That's illegal. That's against the compliance rules. However, it's not against the the rules or the law in order to charge for your service. So we charge a small $2,600 fully refundable uh, service fee based on a contract and our engagement letter. And it's foolproof, totally transparent, and there's no gotchas. So the client does not have anything to lose. We put it through the $2 million computer, and our my personal numbers are about, is right in the $530,000 mark. That is my average size client. And so, you know, that $2,600 comes off of 
the fee that we do because if you if the client does not get they get if they don't if they get disqualified for whatever reason and I've had in the company we've got less than one percent uh, rejection rate and that's typically because the client has lied or hidden something from the IRS we find it and we say um you know look George we're sorry but XYZ look at this and we can't file that we won't file it if we catch it so yeah you got to yeah. play by the rules definitely uh, we had a young man this morning he said that he talked to his pastor at his church about this and uh, he said that they had taken the, the PPP and and they figured that that was the extent of it. But no, these funds are on top of that. It, but, but it doesn't qualify for the full amount. We've got uh, four minutes left. Just uh, I know you've already explained it, but go into that very specific for their situation. So in terms of the PPP money, that is approximately $5,000. So if they take it, and they still want to do and file the ERC, which is the other side of the house, then the maximum they can get is $21,000 per employee. Which is still a good chunk. For it. Well, sure. If you've got 10 employees, that's 260000 American dollars. Yeah. You know, even if it's four employees, do the math. 21000 times four. I had a lady out of... Um, Chattanooga, Tennessee, she said, well, I've only got four employees. I said, okay, fabulous. You qualify. I said, did you take the PPP money? She goes, no. I said, well, $26,000 per employee, um, that's $104,000. And she went, that would be a miracle. And I said, yes, ma'am, we're in the service of the kingdom here. Uh, praise the Lord. We're, we're not going to back down to the Luciferian philosophy that's being espoused out there by people who hate God. We're going to do the right thing. She couldn't. She started crying. Yeah. No, that's it. I mean, a lot of times people get kind of this mentality that if you're, uh, if you're a Christian, you're supposed to be broke. I disagree. I mean, and we pay tithes every single time we go and buy products from Johnson & Johnson, Procter & Gamble. When you go to the grocery store, you're paying Walmart to wipe out small businesses. You're paying companies that make these drugs that kill people, a prescription or otherwise. But it's difficult for people to think that they could actually have a win, especially at the hands of the IRS and the U.S. Treasury. I'll agree with that. Yeah, 100%. We have, been, we have been taught since birth to, to fear the IRS, which is, it's it's a fable. But that's that's the Monday seminar, so we'll get into it later. <laughs> we got to go to our commercial <laughs> break for our sponsors of Mojo Five O. We'll be right back with Richard Burley, uh, Chartered Personal Accountant, and talking about ERC funds. This is real. I went and I, after I talked to Richard, uh, well, Leo initially, I had to go and look this up for myself. And no, yeah, it's, I, I just went and Googled it real quick. And this was signed into law. Uh, this is a real thing. And there's a lot of unscrupulous people out there that are going to try and uh, gain off of you that are going to, or they're just ignorant to the situation. Well, 
Richard's people have got it down. They've figured it out, and they're already paying it out. Even if you just had four employees during that time, couldn't you use that extra money right now? Do you want it to go to the IRS? People complain about Biden's new policy to hire whatever it was, 80,000 IRS agents. Well, $2.2 trillion would go a long way to paying all them to come after you in the future, wouldn't it? Don't let them have that money. That's really what it comes down to for me. Let's go down, uh, go to our commercial break. Like I said, we're going to be setting up some things on AmericanHawkRadio.com to streamline this process for you. We'll be back right after this with Richard Burley and Greg Meekin. Wake up refreshed like you slept on a cloud. Get yourself the very best in bedding supplies today. You deserve it. Go to MyPillow.com and don't forget our very special promo code, Mojo50, for incredible savings. At Romica Designs, we're more than just a laser engraving and specialty design company. Much more. I'm Ron Phillips, co-owner of Romica Designs, and if you can dream it, we can probably make it. We can custom laser cut and engrave on nearly all material. Great for one-of-a-kind gifts, home decor, business and specialty items, or personalized and logo designs created just for you or your company. Allow us to become your go-to gift and specialty project partner. Romica Designs can help make your ideas a reality. We're ready to help you design and create that special gift for any occasion or engrave your personal or business logo on just about any product. View our designs at RomicaDesigns.com or simply email us with your ideas. We specialize in custom design and we'd be honored to have the opportunity to discuss it with you. Call us at 817-400-4040, email info at RomicaDesigns.com or visit us on the web at RomicaDesigns.com. Five major food distributors have suffered explosions at food processing and storage facilities in the last few months. 20 more facilities have been destroyed by fires over the last four months. War in Ukraine drags on and holds the looming threat of nuclear escalation. U.S. inflation is officially reported above 8%. Mobs of people are whipped into frenzy by an increasingly unstable class of political elites. We live in interesting times. Political, economic, and financial collapse are all very real threats to our way of life. If the worst happens, make sure you and your loved ones are prepared with emergency food and supplies from preparewithmojo50.com. That's preparewithmojo50.com. Coffee lovers everywhere now have the opportunity to do their part to save the planet with Al Gore's lab-grown coffee substitute. We, here at Coffee Drinkers for Climate Change, believe this is a terrible idea. While man-bun-wearing, soy-latte-loving poodle walkers everywhere are in love with the eco-friendly lab-grown sadness water, Coffee Drinkers for Climate Change want to see the sea levels rise 
and for New York City to join the lost city of Atlantis, 12,000 leagues beneath the sea. American Pride Roasters, historically great coffee. Every pot brewed is an eco-disaster 100 times greater than the Fukushima extinction-level event. So order yours today and do your part to hasten the end of the planet. You don't want to live forever, do you? AmericanPrideRoasters.com That's AmericanPrideRoasters.com How dare you! <laughs> we, we dare. Oh, we yeah. dare. Flat Earth. The moon landing. JFK. 5G. Biden won the election. <laughs> hey, lovelies. Does anyone have any new conspiracy theories? Because all the ones I know have come true. <laughs> Join me, Ria Bo, here on Sunday Long Live Radio, live every Sunday of the year, 5 a.m. Eastern Standard, 10 a.m. UK, and 9 p.m. New South Wales. I'll see you Sunday. American Uck Radio. I would say the world's most underrated radio shows. American Uck Radio. This guy, Mike Phillip, is brilliant. I listen to him every day. Love your show. I, I really do. I'm a huge fan. Thank you for doing what you're doing. American Uck Radio. Segment two and hour two of American Uck Radio with certified personal accountant Richard Burley. He he sent me a look, quick little correction during the break there. I had uh, messed up the term. Thank you for that, Richard. I appreciate it when you uh, talk for two hours a day and then uh, Monday through Friday and one hour on Sunday. Once in a while, you, 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 you're going to say something wrong. <laughs> it happens. But I appreciate being corrected. I don't have a problem with that at all. Let's talk about self-employment. Uh, does self-employment uh, come into play here at all? Well, as you know, a self-employed individual or a sole proprietor may or may not have employees. Right. They, the number one consideration is the W-2 form uh, that is required to fill out so that the employer or the sole proprietor can do source deductions every two weeks through payroll uh, and have that uh, those taxes collected and then sent in. And so it, the, the short answer is made. But you know what? A quick conversation. I, you know, we have developed a, a little. Uh, um, it's it's less than ten questions. Basically, it it self qualifies. So, if any of your listeners want to, um, like you said, the website uh, for this, um, you know, for, with your involvement with the radio show, which we are extraordinarily grateful to the Lord that uh, we were able to get connected through Leo. Uh, who's a good friend of mine from Canada. And, uh, you know, we, uh, we're, we're trying to make this as transparent and as smooth and transitional as possible for people to get the proper information. Like I said before, you know, we're not, we're not in the business of scaring people. We're not in the business of convincing. We're simply here to tell the truth and be the witness. And uh, it's up to the employer to do his due diligence and research to make sure that 
you know, these kinds of questions that you're asking specifically concerning sole proprietors or self-employed uh, get answered. And we're here to do that. That's that's our purpose, our mission. Right. I was just reading your text message and, and I messed it up again. I said certified personal. It's actually certified public accountant. There we go. I, while you were talking, I uh, caught myself in another one. Uh, let's talk about uh, family members uh, as employees. So, yeah, that's a good one. We get that all the time. And unfortunately, the IRS has not allowed a family member to be considered as an employee that's eligible within the number of four to 500 employees. So if an employer, um, I had a client that is a, uh, um, in, gosh, where are they? I think national, they do a, an entertainment reporting and the entire, uh, almost the entire, they have 17 employees, but 12 of them were all family members extended family members so you can't count direct under one roof employee uh, as, a as a qualifier so the short answer is no long answer is it might be depending on whether or not uh, they meet certain other criteria but that gets into the weeds right uh, let's talk about how long it takes before a person sees a payout so you know they contact the firm you find out that you're eligible. It all gets processed. What kind of time frame would an employer be looking at before they would actually have these funds in their possession? How does that work? So, so typically, if it's under a million dollars, the regular staff at the IRS who receive these 941X quarterly amendments, they will look at it, and they have the purview of putting through to the Treasury the uh, approval for the treasury to cut the check and send it out to the employer if it's under a, mil a million dollars or less. If it's and that typically will take three to four months is is, is what we're experiencing. If it's over a million dollars, it has to be kicked upstairs and they have to have a senior supervisor go through it because it's over a million dollars and that can take seven to ten months. So we had a. $10 million uh, client and they just got funded. But that, it, it was 11, just shy, just shy of 11 months. Still worth but, it. You know, if you've got, if you've got a million, if you've got 10 million coming back, are you okay waiting 11 months? <laughs> I, I've waited 11 months for nothing. So, <laughs> Praise God, uh, and and this isn't uh, this isn't something that's going to run out. I mean, two point two trillion dollars is uh, not it, well. I mean, it's a lot of money, but uh, as far as the U.S. Treasury is concerned, not really. Right. Well, your listeners, I'm sure, can pick up a calculator real quick um, and just do a little bit of simple math. So, for anybody who's out there listening, uh, I invite you to go ahead and get your uh, calculator. And, you know, do a couple of zeros on your calculator and divide 2.2 trillion by what we've experienced. And keep in mind, Mike, we are the third largest CPA firm in the United States based on processing ERC. 
because we've done we have ten thousand clients and we have successfully returned five over five billion dollars of these tax credits. So if you do that based upon our averages, which is five hundred and thirty thousand um, dollars, that means that four point one million small businesses can get this before uh, April fifteenth, twenty twenty five. Four point one million. Four point four point one five million. Now, are some of them going to be larger? Of course, but it's the U.S. Treasury. And thank you, Obama, for quantitative easing. But um, if if they need more, Joe Biden will just probably go over there. I would have said earlier to, to Nancy Pelosi and say, "Hey, we need another two trillion dollars." But this fund, it can run out. Uh, you know, but I doubt it. I mean, you have a number of factors working against you out there in the marketplace, like your original question about competition. There are other groups out there doing this, and they I have I take my hats off to them. You know, basically, we were the first that jumped on board with this with the computer because one of the things we realized right up front was this is a this is a complicated, complex pro- process. I'm a smart, you know. I, I'm a self-avowed uh, non-egotist, but I will, you know, I know my stuff. I've done the research. I've done the reading. I've done the due diligence. Uh, you know, there's there's no question you can stump me on because I've done the re- reading, um, and we've done a lot of business. So the biggest problem that we run into, uh, we talked to a guy in uh, Georgia. He's got a car dealership. Oh, he's actually got 12 car dealerships. And he's like, well, if I do this, I'm going to get audited. There's going to be a black mark against my my name. They're going to be looking at me with eagle eyes. Well, again, just like Congress, you have the House of Representatives over here on one side. You've got the Senate over on the other side. Never the twain shall meet. You know, they have to get along. They have to work together. Same thing in the demarcation process of the IRS. The payroll side is on one side individual and the corporate taxation is on the other side. This is not about anybody trying to fool the IRS to get money. This is a stimulus package passed into law and it has been two thumbs up and big green check marks from both sides of the aisle. I mean, this is, you want to talk about something truly bipartisan? This is it. So, there are a number of companies out there that looks like Shoe stores, small credit unions, churches, nonprofits, uh, non NGOs, uh, foundations. You know, you give them a call and you say, "Hey, I heard a radio show on the greatest podcast network on, of all, Mike Phillips' show, American Knock, and uh, we we heard that we could qualify for this." And you know, where do we go? What do we do? It's like. Well, I don't know. I'm just a tax accountant. I'm just a, I'm just a tax attorney. I don't know where you go. There are a bunch of companies out there that will take advantage of people, but we do everything con- concrete in contract, and it's transparent. There's no gotchas. There's no holes barred on this thing, and we'd rather see it in those hands of your listeners than in the hands of the IRS come April of 2025. Absolutely. We've still got Greg sitting there following along. I'm going to uh, see if Greg 
has some uh, questions of his own that he would like to ask. But right now, I just want to let you know that if you do want to get in touch with Mr. Richard Burley, uh, I can make that happen for you. Go to, uh, before we have our, our ad up, we're, we're probably going to have it up by tomorrow on AmericanOcRadio.com. But right now, uh, until we do, if you're listening and you want more information, go to AmericanUckRadio.com. That's AmericanUckRadio.com. Hit the contact button at the top of the website. Shoot me a message. You can get to me personally that way. Send me your contact information. I'll get this straight to Leo who deals with Richard, who deals with the accounting firm, we will get them in touch with you. Greg, you've been listening this whole time, and I'm guessing that uh, as a businessman that has operated in the United States and uh, all of your business contacts there as well, uh, you've been listening in. Have you got any questions that you would like to bring to Richard Burley at this time, Greg? Oh, uh, thanks for that, Mike. Um, uh, very fascinated. I'm fascinated uh, with this conversation uh, with Richard Burley. Uh, this is a smart guy. Richard, close your uh, ears for a second. This is a smart guy. Uh, clearly has the ducks in a row. Uh, and I'll tell you what. Uh, I've said many times on the air with you, uh, Mike, that I'm a CEO to CEO guy. Uh, I've owned a number of my own companies over the years. I think my first company I opened was uh, business uh, over 40 years ago. I'm a CEO to CEO guy, and that means I go to the top because I believe 90% of issues, questions, problems can be solved uh, with a five or 10 minute cell call between CEOs. And whatever a CEO decides, everything goes straight down into the organization. I've even encouraged young salespeople, don't start at the bottom, start at the top. Because whatever they say, will go down the As a, quote, CEO and probably the oldest guy on this radio show today, uh, old Davy Boomer guy, uh, I would say Jorns uh, uh, and Associates, Rich's company, that's spelled J-O-R-N-S. Uh, this is the type of company that CEOs surround themselves with. A good CEO uh, knows that the whole key is to surround yourself by the very best people. And when you do that, you fully expect value, added value by having the best. And from a downward standpoint, it could be a, a great CPA that finds you a couple thousand extra dollars on a tax return, and you gladly pay a percentage or a portion uh, for that value return to you. And, and the Jordans and Associates and what Richard does, I've, I've already described it as a mission, I'd much rather see a couple of trillion dollars in, in, in the bank accounts of regular taxpayers and small business owners, Mike, you know. So a very mission-driven thing, uh, and I would fully expect as a, as a CEO to bring on someone on my team and pay them uh, a good fair percentage of uh, the value they bring. And so I just wanted to give you kind of that, that side note, and really kudos to you, Richard. Uh, you clearly are presenting presenting your product, presenting your ideas beautifully. Uh, so hats off comes from me. And my only question, it really is not really a question. Uh, it's more an extension of this competition word uh, that I brought up earlier. And it says, it's such a big, bad, brutal world out there in the United States. When you get a couple of trillion dollar bag of money hanging there, uh, I'm sure you, it attracts a lot of unscrupulous 
uh, folks. And, and just without disclosure or whatever, without talking out of uh, school or out of turn, uh, can you give maybe me and Mike a few examples of maybe, honestly, are, are there scumbags out there? Are there people that are truly trying to use this as an opportunity to get hold of a great big Santa bag of money? The, sh- the short answer is yes. And Mike, I uh, got to tell you, this guy we're talking to, Greg, what's your last name, Greg? Meekin, and that is spelled M-E-A-K-I-N at gregmeekin.com, Richard. (laughs) (laughs) I I just wanted to say thank you so much for the kudos, and I want you to know my heart to yours. I will redouble my efforts to continue to honor that in my work for the Lord, because I don't do anything without letting people know up front, transparently, black and white, I am a man for the Lord. I am. I can't be bought. In fact, back when I got saved, when I was seventeen, check my Bible at the front page. There, every time I open it up, it says, "This guy, Richard Burley, cannot be bought." And I'll tell you, over the years, many have tried. One of the things I, I got to tell you this: we had an energy audit specialist from Portland, uh, Oregon. They got just shy of three hundred thousand dollars. She, she wow. sent me airline tickets for me and my wife to come down to Portland. And they said, we want to take you to our church. We want to take you all around. we got this guy at the marina. He's got all these boats he charters out. We had a heating and cooling company from California. They got a million eight. Uh, a veterinary service got 204000 They sent us this beautiful letter that said, you have no idea what this money means to us because many of the people that we deal with can't afford the veterinary service. If your listeners out there are listening to this, hear this carefully. Get in touch with Mike uh, on, the, on the website. Get in t- let him get in touch with Leo so they can get a hold of me. Now, of course, my travel schedule is crazy, but I... I have sworn an oath, my vow to the Lord is I will work 24-7 until April 15th, 2025, to make sure nobody gets left behind. We had an owner who does auto detailing. Okay, they did. They only had four employees. They didn't quite qualify for, for everything, but she got $60,000. She said she was able to buy a new lift for their garage. Uh, we had an owner from uh, uh, Michigan. Tooling and fixtures in a manufacturing facility, $234,000. Mike, you remember, we read some of those letters out on the last show. This is a simple conversation. The average grant we find is $530,000. It is not a loan. It's a stimulus package to say thank you to those people who kept American workers working during the pandemic. The, there is no risk. Check it out. You know we, we are working, we have more 300 CPAs, 60% of which are IRS agents. And thank you for asking about that clarification, Mike. But Greg, you know, I, I just think about Vegas, where you're at, uh, and I think about all of the people who do conventions who got hurt. I mean, they couldn't work at all. But this is a, this is a gold mine for those people who have a heart for service. Yeah, that's fantastic. And Richard's also somebody that's had a a really interesting life. You've been a cancer survivor. You've uh, 
You you did some guitar work for with uh, gospel singer and songwriter Keith Green. Uh, you've had quite a life that Absolutely. that you've been given, Richard. And I am grateful for every nook and cranny that the Lord has asked me to to partake in and participate with. Like I tell people, I can't do the work of salvation. I can't do the redemption. I can't I can't inspire anybody. But here's the good news. Everybody's inspired. They all, and that's a Greek word that simply means for for respiration. It's the infilling. It's the inspiration. And as long as I've got breath, Mike, and I have godly men around me that give me counsel and wisdom, I know I, I can go anywhere and do anything and stand in the lion's den day after day after day. I will not give up on my good friends and neighbors who are hurt from the, can I say this, kind of the hoax of the PCR pandemic? You can say that I mean, here. These people are good. Okay, then good, then we're good. Yeah, in fact, I would get on you if you believed it, <laughs> quite honestly. We have five minutes left oh, in this segment. Uh, Greg, go ahead. What are you going to say? we got five minutes. Oh, real, real quick. I'll make this brief, and that's rare for me to make something brief, right, Mike? But I just want to say, uh, Richard, Richard, uh, in the last few minutes, you've confirmed uh, what I felt in my heart. And I'm tell you something, Michael, no, we never have an episode of Dueling Citizens without having kind of spur of the moment uh, cool stuff happening. I just want to tell you, I don't throw around endorsements a lot, and Mike will be the first to tell you that. I don't throw them out there a lot unless I've I really felt in my heart to do so. That was before I heard your story here, talking about your commitment to the Lord and stuff. So I just want to tell you that you confirmed to me who you are and who your firm is. And I will now reiterate and say you are the first firm of any great CEO or I as a CEO would team up with. And I'm telling you that from the heart. Well, that is, uh, like I said before, uh, Greg, it's high praise. I I keep my head down, my butt up. I'm just working. I'm letting, getting the story out, and I, I honestly mean this from my heart. I will redouble my efforts to honor that. I don't want people to get the wrong idea, which is why I started out with the whole point about most people that I do talk with who are doing this business as a business, they're, they're, they're saying the wrong things. And you don't need to name drop. You don't need to say we can get you more money than anyone else. You don't need to say you can we can qualify X percentage of, of businesses. Um, I mean, I love what the Forbes magazine article wrote about this program in June-July issue of 2020. They said that the IRS management that sells anticipated that approximately 70, over 70 to 80% of small, medium businesses are excellent candidates for taking the ERC. Mike, I'm, I'm gonna, did I send you that article from Forbes magazine? I think you sent me a link. Yeah, I, I actually, I think we posted it on the website, to be honest. Okay, good. Yeah, so we've got, we got about four minutes left here. Just quick recap. If you are a business owner or if you know somebody, you're related to someone that was running a business with more than four employees during 2020 and 21, they could qualify for this. Don't let it go to the IRS, okay? 
Don't let it go to them. It costs you nothing to just inquire about it in the first place. Go to AmericanUckRadio.com, hit the contact button, send me your contact information, your name, name of your business, a phone number, an email address. We will have them reach out to you. I promise you that. And, uh, I mean, this could be a real blessing to a lot of people. And not only that, but when people get a windfall, what they do is they spend it on other local businesses in their community, which pays other people, which helps them pay their rent, buy cars, buy houses. That's how the economy works. And this money has been earmarked for you. Go to AmericanUckRadio.com. That's AmericanUckRadio.com. Hit the contact button. Get the name of your business, your name, a phone number, an email address. I will get it into the right hands, and let's see if we can uh, do something for you and your family. We are rapidly running out of time. We have what we call the ninth hour prayer on this show where a lot of people all over North America, uh, churches and individuals at home, stop what they're doing and lift up the name of Jesus. And he said, whatsoever you ask in my name, I will do it. I just read that this morning. And got all excited about it all over again. Richard and Greg, thank you so much for joining us on American Oc Radio. We've got to go uh, due to the uh, time slot parameters that we have. Uh, but it's always good having you on, Richard. And we're going to have you back in the future to talk about this again uh, because this runs all the way to 2025. And I would hate to see somebody that's eligible for it lose out. Uh, there's no point. I don't care if you're in Hawaii or Alaska or wherever you are. Tell everybody that you know. It. it. This is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo Five O. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.